There are business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're elevating their businesses, teams and themselves to add more value. And so can you. Welcome to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. If you were looking for ways to elevate success while contributing to a better world, you'll want to listen in for the next hour. Now here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper and a big welcome to the Business Elevation Show on Voice America. Uh, every time I, I hear that uh, intro by Owen O'Sullivan, who's a, a very very successful uh, Celtic composer who very kindly created it for the show. It always, uh, always lifts me. And uh, for some reason, listening to that today, it just felt really, really suitable um, for the topic we're going to talk about, which is presence, which I think is just such a, a, a powerful but intimate and an important uh, conversation to have. So I'm really excited today to talk to Michael Landers and Timothy Jukes about, uh, about this. And um, before I, I introduce you to these uh, these fascinating gentlemen, um, I'd like to say a big thank you to my guest last week, Clint Pulver. Uh, Clint uh, was uh, a, a special guest, I, I felt, in terms of his ability to tell the most amazing stories. A professional drummer, he'd been on, um, I think America's Got Talent, and he was also the undercover millennial working with, um, I think I've been with, worked with 180 or something organizations going in there. And understanding what um what their issues are. Sorry about that. Some um, live radio. My phone. Um, big big um uh, a big uh, mistake there from me. Um, but he um he he was talking all about um, how to retain clients and about what's really going in organisations. Do you really understand um, how people are feeling? What they're saying about you? Uh, and it was a fascinating conversation. Um, before that, the week before, um, we had Michael Roderick. Um, Michael was another great guest, and he was talking um, all, all about um, uh, kind of maintaining your, um, your reputation and being referable. Uh, and again, there's some really great insights. I took lots of notes from that. So do go into the archive and, uh, and listen to those shows. So how can you be present? Why is presence important? Um, why is it important to turn your telephone off when you want to, uh, uh, you want to um, uh, be present in a conversation? Uh, well, presence actually is a really, really important uh, skill in both in business and in life. And according to my guests, Michael Landers and Tim Dukes, uh, presence um, not only enhances your creativity, your productivity, your performance. You know, it has the ability to really transform and uh, my guests today uh, have got amazing backgrounds, both of them. Michael Landers, MA, he's the founder and president of Culture Crossing, which is a global consultancy company. Uh, and it helps um, find innovative solutions for groups and individuals who work in the multi multicultural marketplace. And, and uh, one of the things I think is fascinating, not only his uh, really um, diverse um, background uh, from the many countries that he's um, he found himself growing up in as uh, as a young um, person. He's, his events have drawn over 70,000 people um, from five continents. And then Timothy Jukes, PhD, is a veteran um, psychotherapist, a leadership advisor and author. And uh, he also states he's a father. He's clearly very proud of being a father, uh, which um, is one of the great gifts in life, I, I believe. And he consults in a variety of institutional settings. He works with established business leaders, political visionaries, emerging innovators, 
And together, uh, they've, they found each other through, uh, I, I believe, a publicist and, and became, you know, had a really sort of deep friendship and dialogue. And they've co-written a new book. It's called Presence Company, uh, focusing on this essential skill. So a big welcome today to Michael Landers and Timothy Dukes. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, thanks for having us. Good to be here. You're very, very welcome. Now, I believe, Michael, you're, you're in California. And actually, it sounds like you managed to keep yourself relatively cool. Um, yeah, to this week, for sure. Um, next week, we'll see. But yes, I'm based in California, just north of San Francisco. A nice, a nice, um, a nice part of the world, um, particularly when it's got, I believe you've got lots of redwoods in your garden. We do. We do have some redwoods in our garden, I think almost about 33, you know, um, and there are uh, a lot of little guys growing around too, but they're pretty stunning. Um, very feel, feel privileged to be able to uh, see them every day. They're, they're amazing. I think that's um, the one we, uh, I remember going drive, the one that you could drive through. Um, yeah. That's, is that around that's anyway? like a rounding? Yeah. It, that's, I think part of one of them did recently kind of um, fall apart. I don't know that that might've been a Sequoia, the, the wider ones, but they're all in the, the redwoods and Sequoias are right there. But yeah, um, one of them, unfortunately is not, but uh, there's still some old growth redwood trees left, which are, which are stunning if you ever get the chance. Fantastic. Well, well, from those sort of giant career, um, trees, you've had a, quite a, a giant career, and I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to understand what, what. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. You, you know, you, you come from a lot, number of different countries, uh, your background, but how did you come to then find yourself in a situation where you're speaking to seventy thousand people, and then obviously you meet this uh, amazing gentleman that I'm going to introduce you to in a moment, in Tim Dukes. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely talk about that. One, one thing I do want to talk uh, about just briefly before, which is. We're talking about this thing with presence, Tim. You and I see this a lot, where um, in the teams that we work with, right, individually, uh, we'll have people start business meetings, and classically, it's like, okay, old business, we're talking about the past, and then new business, we're talking about the future. But we miss an opportunity right now to talk about the present, and so I'm happy I'm going to share share. Chris, definitely answer your question and share about how I got to where I am. And then we can definitely learn from Tim where he got, where he was. But before we do that, Tim, um, I just want to do a check-in. Um, I haven't talked to you since, I think, two days ago. So I just wanted to check in and check in with you, Chris, and, and have the audience, too, check in with us, which is, you know, what's going on? Where are you coming from? So, Tim? Well, that's, that's a nice uh, segue. Uh, and I think it's good, too, to give a little background. But the, where am I coming from? You know, that is part of the induction that we'll talk about, right? How do I get fully and into this interview, this meeting, this dialogue? And in order to do that, I sort of take note of what was the day like, and it was a mess. Today was a mess, and for no apparent reason. But um, I was thinking this interview was two hours from now. So my wife is saying, um, you, you know, you have an interview going on. I go, yeah, yeah, it's not until 9 o'clock. And then I thought, well, maybe I better check the, my calendar. And sure enough, we were heading out the door for a swim. So do I turn around, come back, and get all nervous and prepared? Or do I go for a swim? We went for a swim. Uh, I'm in Greece, an island. The water is three minutes from here. And that was so totally refreshing. But... For some reason, there's a time warp. That's what I mean by a mess. That's where I'm coming from. How about you? Yeah, so um, I've had uh, the last week, Chris, um, my wife's had some, some surgery. 
and uh, we've been in recovery. And so uh, yesterday we went to the doctor and we got some really good news. So um, I'm coming from a, a rested place today. If this interview was yesterday, I probably would have come from a less rested place. But these are the kind of things, right, which, which gives, gives, gives us context. Um, and for me, just refreshing. I laugh when Tim goes, it's a mess, right? But just, you know, just being open and, and sharing that myself as well. Not that that's a precursor, right, Tim, to presence, I don't think. But what it does for me is it kind of sets the context of who I'm talking with, right? And, and I'm getting this data that allows me to be focused. And I get to share my data almost and of where I am right now. And Chris, well, we'd ask you too, where are you coming from? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. I'm coming from... Uh... Maybe, maybe a little. You know, good, good to hear your wife's okay. And I, I came from I've had a couple of months where I've had a period in my life where I've actually been been unwell, and I'm not I'm not been quite used to that. Really, been a been a, a while, and I had a um, I've been feeling quite nauseous and tired, and uh, I, but I've, I've worked through a busy calendar positively, and I've done my best just to, you know, to see it positively. And but I got results of a CT scan, and I've got a. I've got um, um, a, a kind of uh, a hernia, um, and um, I, I, and you know, and it's nothing. It's nothing really serious. A hiatus hernia. It's something I've um, had surgery for before. Um, but I think I'm just grateful that I'm uh, I'm okay, and uh, it's nothing more more serious. And this week I've been probably a little bit more, you know, back full of the, the joys of life and enjoying life and noticing i've enjoyed walking around my garden and noticing the flowers and how beautiful it is at the moment and and and, and back to even more appreciation really uh, and, and excited nice. about talking to you guys about presence nice nice yeah right okay, okay. So, uh, thank you for sharing that both of you yeah 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 and and for, for the audience chris like just thinking about where you're coming from in the moment they if they're logging in to listen Right. Um, and then as they go through, you know, business or whatever it is they're doing, you know, these check in moments can really bring people together and they don't take very long. Um, but Tim and I, I, I in, in one of the teams that we've worked with, we see a marked difference. Right, Tim, with doing a real check in and, and or doing a pseudo one or not doing one at all. Um, and then how well the meeting goes. Mm. It's really amazing. Oh, right. I'm, I'm so pleased that you. Yeah, you did that, and you actually didn't answer my 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 question. And you, because I think <laughs> I uh, will. <laughs> yeah, I'm really pleased that you did that because I think uh, you're absolutely right. We we don't do that enough, do we? To know where people, what's going on under the under the surface. That's that's impacting right now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And if and we're that check in isn't Tim, sorry, that check in isn't just with your, you know, with one another. It's with ourselves. So we pause in that moment. And there's a momentary re reflection. And we peel away a layer of um, distance and consequently make ourselves a little more vulnerable to one another, right? And in that vulnerability, there's a bit more humanity that shines through. So when we, when we do get down to business, we, we know who we're in the room with and to what degree they're in that room. I think it might go be, be useful to talk about that abbreviated check-in that uh, that we uh, experienced recently with the team. Yeah. Um, so, so. But we, do we, we need to hear about you first though, don't we? Yeah, we can answer that. We can, uh, either way, that's fine. We, we can talk about that. Chris, where should we go? I think <laughs> let, let, let's just, um, let, let's just hear just a little bit. I know we're talking past rather than present. No, which is good. But, 
let's yeah. talk a, just, just just a little bit just to explain uh really just a you know, a, 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 a segment about what in your journey brought you to presence yeah yeah excellent um and then within the we'll get to the the the, the number which is always intriguing for some folks you know the seventy thousand. so i'd say over the last 10 years i have um done a series of workshops for teams, individuals, leaders um, around a specific topic, with, which I call global IQ, right? Um, recognizing a little bit uh, of, of yourself and understanding how that affects how you interact with people um, from all different cultures. And the workshops done has been done across continents and to close to 70, maybe 75,000 people. And the most fascinating thing about it for me is getting the data from doing a very similar workshop to that many number of people, to really see a cross section of humanity, all socioeconomic classes, gender, nationalities, culture, ages, education levels, and seeing a lot of commonalities that are consistent with the human condition and some that are some, dif uh, some difference. So that's kind of what's allowed me to, to go and, and um, be able to talk to so many people, just having these workshops, which led to a book and writing of the book led me to Tim because mm -hmm. Tim and I had books come out at the exact same time. And we shared a publicist unknowingly who introduced us. So that's what led me to presence, which is really Tim's work, right? Uh, my work is more around culture. Um, Tim has lots of different works, but he'll talk about that. But that's what led me to this idea of more of cultivating cultures of presence. Fantastic. And, 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 and Tim, you, you've been, you know, a fascinating journey in your life, which has taken you to, I think, possibly deep, you know, deep introspection in places like India with Brahmins and all sorts of things. Just tell us a little about your, your connection with presence and, and its origins. My first degree when I was in college was uh, in, I was in industrial systems engineering. So I'm, I was, I'm fascinated by systems, but for me as an engineer, what, what, didn't occur was I had no relationships, but I just had exchanges with other knowledgeable people, but there was no real connection and it haunted me when I graduated. So I really took off for like six years and traveled. And I had a secondary pursuit in cross-cultural communication. So the practice was essentially to say yes to everything unless it caused suffering. That was a practice for literally six years of traveling through this country and other countries. Um, to this day, both books, working with Michael, I, I'm intrigued by what happens when people authentically connect. It, I almost see no other value or reason for doing anything if not connected. Mm. So I look at the architecture of that Michael and I look at that in the book, and it's um, been a passion and a pursuit for over 30 years. Mm. And isn't it, isn't it interesting, one of the things I found fascinating about you both was um, how you have connected and, uh, and, and you coming together, because I see parallels. I have somebody in my my kind of life, who Gene Early, who's um, was very involved with neurolinguistic programming, and they launched it across Europe, and it's a really fascinating background. And 
I'd heard about this man. They say Gene could uh, read read your DNA. Was the um, you've been Gene? Was the uh, uh, phraseology? And we happened to meet in um, in Kenya uh, and have become firm friends, like like both of you. And uh, and I see parallels in that relationship. That you know the the, the presence between the two of you. I, I feel that with uh, Gene. Maybe we'll have to get together sometime. The four of us actually. That'd be quite interesting to see what that. Uh, that brings up. So um, after the break, we're going to, we'll find out just a little bit about, you know, um, how, how, you know, how these gentlemen define presence and why it's just so important. And then we'll maybe move into four pillars, which you've defined in your book and outlined, uh, which uh, help us just understand that the different stages of, uh, of building that presence. Cause the important thing is to do is also explain how really, and how we can, we can um, bring more presence into our lives. So we're going to be back with you all in just a couple of minutes. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper and a big welcome to the Business Elevation Show. It's great being, um, being back with you and with two more wonderful guests, Michael Landers and Timothy Jukes. And we're talking about presence and I hope during the break, you, you rose to that challenge to 
to get present yourself and, and have a think about what is uh, present for you right now. Um, Timothy, how would you define presence? Okay, I'm going to put this discussion right on top of what Michael and I often talk about as agreements. That when we're together, right, there's a fundamental implicit agreement that we're present, right? We're in a meeting, we're home with our families, the body's there, people moving around, they're talking. But what's actually happening in terms of awareness and attention? And presence is more of a state than it is a behavior. It's a state of mind where you're registering how you think and feel and how somebody else thinks and feels that, that you're with. Right? It's, that is empathy. You're empathically attuned to the context and the people you're with. So for us, presence is based on relationship and connection. It's not, you know, I, I just don't walk around being present. I'm present to something or in relationship to something. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the, the consequences of those in, of not being present to what's going on and how, people are thinking and feeling and you're thinking and feeling. What are, what are the consequences of those, Michael, potentially in life and business? Yeah, so back to like the, the team, right? Think about the team meetings that people have or just meetings in general with customers, clients, colleagues. Um, if, if we're not connected, right, and we're not aware of the impact we're having on each other, um, the success of, of those meetings, which basically make up the success of companies, right? I don't know, at least in the United States, I don't know in the UK, Chris, but in the United States, we are over meeting, especially since the pandemic. How many people, all we have is meetings, right? Just meetings to meetings to meetings. And so if those meetings are ineffective, how effective is the business going to be, right? Because those meetings are about communicating and connecting. And Tim and I work at the higher levels of companies on the executive teams. And if those meetings are ineffective, the, it's not even a trickle-down effect. It's almost a flood effect down throughout the whole organization. So if we're not present and we're not connecting and I'm not listening to you in the meeting, right, and you're not registering with me and I'm not registering with you, and we leave telling ourselves different stories, right, or we don't agree to what we all agreed on, right, that impact can be tremendous. Yeah. It can uh, lead to lead to low performance. It lead to poor poor relationships. It lead to conflict. Um, and and the the truth is, if you you sat in lots and been part of lots of those meetings, and and so so have I as a company director and uh, in big companies in my past and uh, and supporting clients. And you you see it, don't you? You see people talking over each other. You see people who don't really ever, you know, they haven't taken that time like you just did to find out what's truly going on. There can be all sorts, which is impacting behaviors. I'm also just thinking here, you know, we, we talk about the books about teams. It's about culture, which is really important. But, you know, I know you're a, you're a father, you know, being a father is very important to you, uh, uh, Timothy. And th th I, I can't help but feeling that this 
a lack of presence and empathy can result in poor relationships, marital breakdowns. It's it, it's big, this, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. And the beauty of a relationship with a child is the purity or the potential purity of the interaction. And when, when we talk about teams, we will have people in the room who act as if they're in the room, but they're really not. Yeah. Right? If you're with your child and you act like you're with your child, but you're dual processing, thinking about an email, um, literally texting, you give two sets of information to your child. One, I'm here for you, and one, I'm not here. So they, they register and are, um, take in a conflict. And children are too young to resolve that conflict. It, when they, and that conflict causes them suffering. And if they suffer, they'll blame themselves. They won't blame dad for being busy. They'll think there's something wrong with them. And you do that 10,000 times in that relationship and you pattern a, a deep disconnection between yourself and probably one of the more important people in your life. So it's okay not to be present with your child. Just don't pretend you are. Yeah. Right? And it isn't a switch either or. It's a, more like a rheostat. You, know, you dial into them. You could disappear. And as long as they can track you. Same for a meeting in a business. People need to leave the room. Um, fine with me if they do, if I'm, we're facilitating. Just because sometimes you need to leave what's actually going transpiring inside the, the moment to pick up something that this moment needs. Sometimes you have to disassociate a little bit or connect to a thought that you're trying to remember. Or, and that movement informs and enriches the present moment and the culture of presence. So presence is inclusive. It's not exclusive. It's all of it, right? And you keep bringing as much as you can into an authentic consciousness. And that authenticity is interesting when we see it on the teams and Tim mentioned about acting as if, right? Um, one thing that, that I've, that I've seen Tim, when we, when we've done the work with teams is if people don't check in, Chris, right. If they're not allowed to share something that might be happening. And sometimes when they're given the, the opportunity, they might not share a lot. That's okay. But they just check in. But if the teams don't truly check in, authentically check in, um, displacement occurs and people displace what they weren't able to share onto the meeting. And yeah. if you have a, if you have six or seven people, that's six or seven people displacing whatever feelings they have onto the meetings through passive aggressive conversation yeah. through um, manipulation. And so all of that just weighs it down, right? It just gets, mm. it gets flooded again with everything that hasn't been shared. Um, and so that's, that, that hurts thing. And I think the same thing can happen in personal relationships, right? You know, um, I, I talk a lot about uh, in, in some of the other work, I talk about assertive and aggressive behavior um, and passive behavior. And after I mention those three, people always say, well, what about passive aggressive behavior? And I'll say, does that happen in your life? And everyone's like, oh, yeah. Right. And then I'll, then I'll say, do you want to know what the solution is? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, next time. Jokingly being <laughs> passive aggressive to them. But yes, <laughs> passive aggressive behavior is a consistent thing. Right. Um, and we see that, Tim. I don't know. That's that displacement you mentioned that uh, years ago, and it was like, wow, you just really, you literally, I can like physically see it in my mind. So, 
I, I think that yeah, the story of the sorry, Chris. I was just thinking that that you know that distinction there with displacement. Um, that's really helpful distinction. I'd not, I've not, I, I'd not made that quite made that link before. Um, so thank you for that. That's uh, just that that realization. Actually, if we don't take the time to check in, we don't understand what's going on with people. Um, then under on, on underneath the surface, then they're going to displace some of those frustrations, those issues, those worries, those concerns onto the meeting. Um, yeah. So very helpful. There's so, a there's a chance, right? And and the child too, right, Tim? If if the child, how how does a child displace that if they don't feel mom and dad are connecting with them, you know, authentically? What does that look like? Well, we're talking about an induction, right? To come into the next phase of being aware. Yeah. And the implicit agreement, again, is if you're with somebody, people make the assumption that you're actually there because your physical body is there. And to the, the degree to which you, what you do with your awareness determines the depth of connection. So you gift your awareness to the situation. You gift your awareness to the agenda at hand if you're in a meeting. You gift your awareness to your child when they go, Daddy, Daddy, look at this. Yeah, honey, hang on one second. Just, you know. And that awareness is energy. So where you place it, you energize. And if you use your awareness to stay separate or act as if you're connected, you're actually actually building a disconnection. That is displacement. You build a disconnection with the appearance of connecting and that dual message is where it's so challenging and people don't do it intentionally for the most part they do it because they're really busy or they're tired or distracted or too many things are required of them at one time so it's it's a challenge to individually address whatever it is that allows you to stay separate but also needs to be addressed in order for you to connect right yeah and that's where authenticity comes in how do we yeah. author a moment so just how do we author a moment sorry go ahead Chris. i just want to make it sort of um you know really really clear for uh, people listening in today in terms of what we've what we've um, kind of moved on to talking about now is uh, i think what you call the four powers or presence, isn't it? And there's uh, there's kind of, there's four four components of that. So we we started to talk about um, the first one, I think, which was induction, and then awareness, and then we moved into connection, and then authenticity. So you know, just want to just frame that for people. I think because uh, it's it's yeah. coming out of the conversation that actually for sure there's there's four key almost structural components of this um, that we have the opportunity to develop our power around to become even better at presence. Yeah. Yeah. We can kind of walk, walk, walk people through. So, so if if we look at that induction um, it's that moment before and it's a preparation for the moment to come. So in the book, we talk about inductions. uh, If you ever been to a symphony, um, what's the induction that gets you primed for the music to come? You might hear the, um, all the people in the symphony tuning their instruments. It's like a cacophony. And then all of a sudden, someone comes on stage in the center and taps the baton, right? And when that conductor taps the baton, everyone's presence goes, mm. here we are. And it's an deduction into what's going to happen, right? If you follow sport, 
Um, and that moment that you're walking up the steps before you see the football pitch or the baseball stadium, and then you get that feeling, ah, oh, I'm here to watch the game. That's a moment of induction, right? Um, the national anthems can be as well somewhat, but it's more that first moment. Or if you're on an airplane and you're taxiing out to the runway and then you stop and then say, you hear the, the pilot say, flight attendants prepare for departure. And then a moment passes and the thrust comes in and you're primed for that second and yeah. you're off, right? So that's that induction. And what that induction allows for is an awareness to begin. I'm induced into a moment now I'm aware, and to Tim's point, we can gift our awareness, and we're looking at the awareness of self, the awareness of other, the awareness of um, the other person aware of us, and from there, we move into an opportunity to be authentic, All right? And that's the power of authenticity, where I can be vulnerable, share some things, um, and once those three kind of happen together, connection arises, and that mm -hmm. equals presence from what we see. Each power is powerful in itself. When, you, when you're able to kind of combine the, the, the four together, you know, we find that presence emerges. And um, they're not, the inductions are not hard to do. We do them all the time. So all the stuff that we're talking about in the book and the work that Tim and I do, people do all the time. They've been successful at it. It's just maintaining it and being consistent in it can be really challenging mm. for me too. Mm. Tim, what I miss? <laughs> I don't think you missed anything. Uh, the, the, the one key element in the induction, everything drops away. There's such a dramatic moment that whatever was there prior to that is, is literally gone. And that is a ref uh, like a, if you push a refresh on your computer, it's like refreshes your attention. And it's, then you're free to do with that attention whatever you choose. And if you can sort of snatch that moment of freedom, snatch the moment of curiosity that goes with it, then your life unfolds in ways that you can't predict, particularly if you're with other people or you're in the natural world. And it's that life revealing itself to us that I think is the foundation of this, our work, particularly in this book. You know, being in service of what is seeking to emerge, whether it's with a child, within, within a business, team meeting, with your partner, um, freeing ourselves from the shackles of ingrained patterns. Um, in those moments, if you watch them, there's a, there's a real taste of freedom. Mm. So this is done through this, this, journey of presence is this being um, is this being aware that maybe there's more going on underneath the surface um, rather than everything following our linear habitual patterns of behavior that actually what we're doing is we're opening ourselves up to to the possibility of what could emerge but without preconceptions and judgment yeah, yeah i like that that's Nicely put. Yeah. And that's where life reveals itself to us. Right? We don't create life. Go tell the tree to grow and see how successful you are. Mm. And try to instruct it as to which way it's supposed to go. But you can caretake it. You can nurture that tree. You can take care of the soil. You take care of the conditions around it. And it will enhance its growth. Mm. Yeah. So it's, so it's, and in that too. Sorry, go ahead, Chris. 
No, no, it's okay, Mike. I was just going to ask uh, if this is about, you, you know, there, there are every, almost every little situation can be a special moment, can't it? If you, if you allow it to be. Uh, and uh, is, is this about a- enabling your, present, your, your presence to, um, to open up the, um, you know, the special circumstances that can a- occur in every little interaction with somebody, with a child, with, at, at work. Um, because often we just, we just um, smooth over, over life, really. Um, it's, like, it's like that little nice. bit, you know, just I mentioned about going looking at my garden. You know, we love, we love our garden. We put a lot of time into our garden. At the moment, there's just so many flowers just coming out and, you know, actually taking the time just to look at each one and, and appreciating them. Um, is a moment that if you don't consciously um, decide to do, you can miss it because they're only there for a short period of time. But, but often those little special moments in life are those moments where, where suddenly magic happens and you, some serendipity occurs, uh, a, uh, a potential opportunity between two people emerges or, or, a, or a group of people if you're within a team. But if you, if you don't allow yourself to immerse yourself in presence and, and appreciate it so much opportunity is missed yeah absolutely yeah, i mean if, if, yeah. if you spend your life thinking about all your past moments and looking forward to your future ones yeah. you might miss the current one yeah yeah. Right. Or you, yeah or you're spending time thinking do they like me or do i like them do you know the place where sometimes yeah. we put yeah. off people but our focus as well as past yeah when one key element is that we'll pick up after uh, we want to talk about safety, right? For people to be present, there has to be a context of safety. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to go. We're going to go to commercial break now, and on, on that note, we'll uh, we'll talk after the break about about safety, and uh, we'll find out just a little bit more about those um, those key powers as well to make sure that we we really understand induction and uh, and, uh, and, and and connection and the different the different aspects so we'll be back again with you all in just a couple of minutes do join us after the break from the boardroom to you voice america business network would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential chris cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network.
You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Michael Landers and Timothy Dukes, and uh, we've been talking about, about presence and in such a way, I think I've gone into a woozy trance and I'm kind of losing um, all awareness of time and space at the moment, um, which, is, which is fantastic. Um, there's a danger we could be talking for two hours if I'm, uh, if I'm not careful. So what, um, what, what, what else do we need to know? What do we need to know now about presence, do you think, to, to fully understand it, Tim? What, what, um, what, what, what have we not talked about that's important? Well, first of all, if you think you fully understand it, um, you don't, right? Because we don't fully understand it. Uh, it. It's a continual teasing out of what does it really mean to be human and to be connected and alive and authentic. And so it's an ongoing uh, work of art that's never finished, if you will. I don't but think I slightly understand it. Not even fully, though, Tim. Right? For me personally. So I, don't, I, don't I don't think I slightly understand it. So, yeah, you, you always say, you know, nothing. So if you know nothing, I know, I know absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know a whole lot about nothing. Let me tell you. Yeah, that's true. Um, you do, you do. <laughs> okay. So you transition, transitioning moments are, I think one of the, think of it as the, uh, like the architecture of consciousness that for obvious reasons, and you can read about this everywhere on the, the web right now, we go into a state of, um, of like a static existence. And when, just because of the sheer amount of noise that, we, that we're subjected to, that in and of itself isn't a problem if you can transition through it and out of it. So the induction is, think of it as stepping through a threshold. And the practice that we recommend for literally all the teams we work with is every time well, that you step through a threshold, pay attention. Like when you leave your home, you walk out the door, you close it, it locks probably, and off you go. Well, stop, pause, turn around. Because the truth is, you don't know for sure you're coming back. Right? You can assume you are, hopefully and most likely you will. When you tuck your child in bed at night, you know, that's a threshold. There's a closure to the day. Close it beautifully and then transition to the next thing. When you wake up in the morning, when you step into the shower, when you sit down to a meal, whenever you say hello or goodbye, every single opportunity all day long is available for you to inspire you to be more present and to wake up. You don't have to create presence. It's waiting for you to show up. Nice. I love that. And one of the things, Chris, that we've seen over the pandemic is there's been a loss of, of permission to transition, if you will, right? Um, people normally would have a commute to go to, right? And they would have time to walk from one meeting to another. And for a lot of people who might, who might have not have, have stayed at home to work, um, they've lost that, per, that, that transition time. And so they've jumped from one meeting to the next meeting over a Zoom, over a phone call, what have you without taking the time to see what they were leaving and what they were going to. Um, and so one of the things that, that I have found personally in my life, and, and Tim brought this up years ago to me, was that the greatest stresses for us 
happens in moments of transition, right? Moments of transition cause the greatest stress in our lives, right? And that's where, because we're, we're, we're leaving one place, not recognizing we're crossing the threshold and displacing all of that experience into the next place, work to home, home to work, meeting to meeting. And so as, as Tim's mentioned for that induction piece, just being mindful of those transitions. You know? And in, in the book, we give really specific things, really simple things that you can do before meetings, checking in where you're coming from, recognizing who's occupying the space before you enter, right? And what their experience has been like, you know, you're entering that space, those kind of things allow for that transitions to be smoother. But if you've lost the, per- your, if you lost your transition space, give yourself some permission to transition, which can be as simple as Tim mentioned, looking back and recognizing um, I have some people who are still working from home and they go into their cars in their driveway and just sit there and turn the radio on for a few minutes before meetings and then go to the next meeting just to give themselves a little bit of a moment. Mm-hmm. Other companies are saying, hey, let's end our meetings 10 minutes before the next one and, and giving people the permission to transition. So if you lead teams, you can give your people more permission to transition, but you yourself can cultivate and create that as well. Mm. Ooh. Woo. So it's, um, being, I love, I love that, uh, the, the thresholds and, uh, and those moments of transition and recognizing them, uh, and recognizing, um, how they may impact others, um, feels, um, and, and this, so this is, this is where awareness comes in. Is it this, this, you know, being aware of things like thresholds and yes, uh, the, as, as an, an active kind of part of the, a process. Yeah, it's that's something that is a it's a cue to, to remind you that you're making a transition. Yeah. A door is a threshold, right? Opening the car door is a threshold. Stepping into yeah. the shower. The the thing, the other side of this is when you step through the threshold. What you want to be aware of is the life that was there before you arrive is going to be disrupted. Right? You step into a meeting. Whatever was going on before you got there is going to be altered dramatically because you're in that meeting. So it's, it's, that's, it isn't just what you're doing with your consciousness. It's, it's recognizing that you can't not have an impact on people that you're with. We always impact people we're with. Yeah. So we have a, both of us, I think, tell the story, but I would come back from work on my, to my family and there was a back door little cottage that we lived in and it would be night and I would often just come up and just look through the window at my family. There was my family without me in it. And it was just absolutely fascinating to me. And so in that moment I could prepare because I know as soon as I go through the door, it's all going to dramatically change. So how do you participate in that change in, in a way that enhances the outcome you're after? Yeah. Sometimes you text ahead, I'm coming home, be there. I finish this meeting in 10 minutes, I'll, I'll come through the door. Make your movements predictable by your loved ones and by your teammates. So something you've got me thinking about now is, um, I, if I think back to my, you know, I mentioned earlier on that I had this CT scan and I saw a consultant on Tuesday and uh, you know, there was quite a threshold going being called and going through his door, not knowing what was going to come next. And he, in that time, he managed me very, very well 
and I went away and the world was slightly different afterwards because I had had clarity. And if I think about the workplace, when 70% of people don't leave their company, they leave their boss, the, the importance of realizing that for many people, your presence in when you're coaching or mentoring or leading or managing or in a, in a, a boardroom, whether it's one-to-one or one-to-many, they can be very significant moments for people, can't they? And, and moments that really require your attention in order for them to, uh, to be successful and, and for people to go away feeling heard and good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, coaching in itself, I think, you know, there's been interesting statistics from Zenger Folkman over the years of if a manager engages just in coaching questions, it dramatically increases how well the employee thinks the manager is doing. They might be a crap manager, but if they ask coaching questions, the perception is they're doing well. Now, if we look at coaching in general, you know, what are people, what is it drawing? What, why are people drawn to it? It's the coach is gifting their full awareness to the client and they're, and to your point, they're listening to them and they're making it all about them, but there's a relationship there. And if in a, in a world where people don't feel listened to, it's tremendously valuable, mm. right? To have somebody to just listen to you. Um, but everyone has that power to listen to each other. We just uh, get distracted in our own noise and external noises. So that can bring you back to just moments of presence. The interesting thing too about awareness I found is years ago um, when my wife was pregnant, I started seeing all these pregnant women walking around town. Mm. I was like, were they there before? I had not raised my consciousness to that level to start seeing them. And the same thing when I, the years later, I was going to buy a new car and I was looking at Subarus. I started seeing Subarus everywhere, right? So once you do bring your attention to flowers in your garden, you'll start seeing them everywhere. Right. And so think about the power of gifting your awareness to so many different, just people. You'll start to realize, oh, wow, there's a lot of people in this company. Right. Um, yeah. They're all around. Right. And they all have things to say and things to share. It's just our capacity to allow for that can be challenging. Mm. And if you're more interested than trying to be interesting, because you're, you're generally present with them, um, they're, relationship with you and the company will improve it's a good chance good chance yeah 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 so how so we've got a few minutes just a couple of minutes left i'm just sort of intrigued and how are you gonna you know bring you've you've written the book and uh and it's a very powerful very thought-provoking book and how are you how are you then taking this out to the world what's the next steps what's the next steps for the two of you together yeah. So one of the things that was interesting. Yeah. One of the things that's interesting. Um, we talked about this, Tim was when we were realizing the book was coming out and we were like, how are we going to market this? Right. How are we going to do this? Cause we already do work together, you know, and, and, and our bandwidth to have, you know, hundreds of teams is not really the plan. Right. But one of the things that Tim and I came to was in order for this to work, we actually have to be present during every quote unquote marketing opportunity. And so hopefully we achieve that today with you, right? Which is connect because that's the best way. That's the only way we can talk about presence all we want, but if we're not connecting and sharing and going through the process, it doesn't feel real for each of us. And we've, we've missed a couple of times, you know, honestly, Tim and I have been like trying to talk about 
presence too much and not engage with each other. Right. And so we really, yeah, we're I, really I, looking to I, do I that. I think that was your thought, Michael. Is that, is that uh, your no problem? doubt. I'm, I'm happy to. Problem. Yeah. It is because because yeah. it, it, it's 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 not two people, just one. So it definitely was my fault. Uh, <laughs> so in but, preparation but, for okay. meeting today, you know, we actually talked about what's the one thing we have to make sure we do, and it was simple: just stay connected. Mm-hmm. So it's the truth is that book wrote itself due to our connection, um, and things are evolving out of this connection that we I can't personally can't see. I don't know where it's taking us. But I do value the connection, and every time we deepen it and broaden it, new opportunity arises. So it's that's the phase I'm in, uh, really caring for this connection. Fantastic. And then, Chris, I'd say that in addition to, to that, uh, which I'm aligned with Tim on, is we do have you know events scheduled. You know what they're going to look like, we don't really know yet. Right. And people are going to come and learn how to, do but, but we're going to need to connect with each other and then connect with everyone else to lead them together through presence, if you will, and, and to, to get that, to build those skills. So that's the plan right now. Um, but we want to thank you for letting us kind of, you know, be present with you, hopefully, and the audience today. Yeah, it's been, it's been an absolute, absolute pleasure. And I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed the interview and the, and the presence uh, and uh, <laughs> Yeah, the way we've we've engaged today, uh, and I think I would just just like you know people to think how you know how how is it, how is um, the connection through this conversation maybe how have you experienced it shift between the three of us and yourself in listening to this, and therefore maybe reflect back about how present are you with your family at work with your colleagues and in, in teams, and. Uh, how important going forward could presence be to you in terms of enabling you to elevate and lift everybody around you? So that would be my, my thought. Very yeah. quickly, did you have, do you have a final quick point you'd like to make, Tim, maybe? Or, uh, or you've got a hand up, Michael? I'll say, I'll ahead, say something and then, then, then pass it to Tim. I would just say it's for, for the audience listening for, and for us here too is here's your, here's your opportunity. Um, this is ending. You're going to transition across a threshold to your next moment. Look back and then look forward into what you're entering and recognize who might be there. And that's your chance to start the process. Fantastic. And Tim, 15 yeah. seconds. <laughs> yeah. As you cross that threshold, it's really important to remember there's no right way to be. You're not supposed to be different than you are, right? The question is, can you... And invite into your awareness and consciousness what's at play for you and make choices around it. Fantastic. Jen, I've got to leave it, leave it there. It's been absolutely fantastic. And um, presentcompany.work, do check it out. Um, I would strongly recommend the book and, uh, and, and connecting with these, uh, uh, with, with Timothy and, and Michael and checking out what they're doing. This is a really important subject. It could make a great difference to, um, to yourselves, to your company. Uh, and maybe relationships in life. Next week's show, we've got Peter Goodman talking about networks. Peter's a serial entrepreneur, owns many businesses uh, and sold a, a business to, for a huge sum of money to Salesforce. Um, he's uh, a really interesting entrepreneur. Um, so we're going to be talking about um, the importance of networks next week. So do join us again. I'd love to hear from you. Any questions, comments, chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Once again, a huge thank you to Michael Landers and Timothy Dukes for uh, a very a very present and uh, engaging and fascinating conversation.
Thank you for listening to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more.